Hey, Todd, you want a beer? Do you want to smoke some pot? You want to have some premarital sex? We love premarital sex. Yeah, premarital sex. Yes, I do. So it is the 20th anniversary of me putting Jason in space, Jason X. And uh, please join me on Uncensored Radio to uh, talk about all the loveliness of this subtle little movie. Yeah, premarital sex. Shut up, Kitty. You see our fans that love a little bit of something spooky. Welcome to Friday the 13th show, which can only mean one thing. We're headed back to camp. Well, kind of. Kind of. In a brand new old direction with a monumental, let's say, entry in the season in the series. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest joining us today. I mean, not only a special guest, a favorite guest. Of course. A, a much honored and loved guest. Mr. Todd Farmer is in the house, <laughs> or in his house, more exactly. How oh, are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you? We are here. We are ready. To, we are ready to talk to you again because it's Friday the 13th, and every Friday the 13th, we like to give people a little something special. So we decided really? to, or will be by the time they see this. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of television. <laughs> so we've jumped a few entries, um, and we're at Jason X, strangely enough. Wow, but a bum tush. So, um, as always, if you have not seen Jason X, it's um. 21 years ago now so if you are late to the party <laughs> you're late to the party um it's on netflix here in australia so yeah you know, if you haven't seen it at this point don't <laughs> hey, Todd, i don't like that kind of attitude okay hey you're yeah. gonna have to get used to that kind of attitude thank you if you have that he has kind a lot of, of feeling attitude. he has a lot of feelings about the film and that's okay a lot of people have a lot of feelings about the film and i'm sure todd's heard all of them so if you, ha- <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you don't want any spoilers, pause this, come back to it. Otherwise, we're jumping straight in with, as I said, 2001. It's It was that long ago? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, like, wow. That feels like, like the, 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 the newer one, but it's old yeah. as well. We're all old. This gets a lot of hate, but I love it. I have... I've, I'm just unashamed about how much I love this movie. I really, and it's not just because Todd's right there. <laughs> no, I think it. I saw where it wanted to be. I, I knew what it wanted to be, and 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 what we got. So like, I I appreciate like you know because I knew it was going to be like a Jason Aliens. Well, here's the That's... thing. Here's what it's got going for me. It's got Kane Hodder, who is my favorite Jason. He's one of my favorite villains, period. He's one of my favorite actors that plays villains. I mean, he's my favorite Jason. He plays another one of my favorites, Victor Crowley. Uh, 
It's got camp. I mean, we all know how I feel about campy movies, right? And, and if you bring up Leprechaun one more time, kids, like, come on, get over it. Yeah. Thanks for that, Katie. Just brought it up. I'm never getting over it. I had to watch that. Get over it, okay? And has one of the best kills in a horror movie. Period. I love that you're stroking your own head there, Todd. It's a beautiful moment. Look at that. It has has lots of titties. Lots of titties. (laughs) (laughs) This head is. How old is it? 21 years old? 21 21 years old. In good condition. It's a freaking old head. (laughs) (laughs) A very handsome face. Is it weird seeing younger (laughs) sex doll you, though, every time you walk into your shed? Yes. If you ever gave him a kiss, tell us. He's very... (laughs) Others have. I haven't kissed him. Uh, He's very tender. Like, you can can tell this... Like, you could... Easily stick your finger right through that. Like okay, it's, you be, well, yeah, here's my next question. Shouldn't be in the tool shed, but are you well. willing to part with him? Oh, <laughs> never. <laughs> I, I had some. I had some pretty pretty lovely offers, and I said no. Oh so, shucks, I tried. I tried. All right, so let's talk. Let's talk. Um, pre-development, all the excitement. So this movie came about in the development hell of. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason while we were waiting. Um, My other favorite. So <laughs> the last film in the franchise before <laughs> this one was 1993. It had been dead for a long, long time. And Didn't then I? this came about. So this was your this was your only pitch, right, for this movie, Todd? Uh, well, there were a bunch of Space. different ideas. <laughs> yes, there were a bunch of different ideas. Um and I just mentioned the other day because Gilbert Godfrey passed away, and uh, we—I don't—at some point we were so exhausted that uh, it was mentioned. Well, what if he's in jail? In jail? What if he's in hell? Because he was in hell after uh, Jason goes. Jason to hell. goes to hell. <laughs> and uh, somebody suggested, well, what if? And I don't remember who it was. It could have been Noel or Sean or Jimmy or anyone. Somebody suggested that. Well, what if he's? What if Jason's in hell and there are other people in hell? And say Gilbert Godfrey is one of them in hell, and the two of them team up and bust out together. <laughs> Katie would have loved that. Was, oh, that was legitimately an idea for about, for about a, a day guy. and a half. Oh god, that's, that's but there are a bunch of different right. ideas, and uh, eventually I pitched uh, sort of futuristic version so that we wouldn't screw with whatever they were doing, Freddy versus Jason, so it would take place two, three hundred years in the future. That's very considerate, Mister Farmer. Like I would like to think so. Yeah, I'm like, a team player. But you're like, I'm not going to fuck with someone else's business. I'm, I'm, I mean, most people, when they jump into these, especially like later franchise entries, they're like, oh, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do my version yeah, of it. But, and everyone's going to I mean, suck my dick. And you're like, okay, calm down. Yeah, but we're talking about Freddy versus Jason. It's King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, who wants to get in the way of that? So It was happening yeah. at one point, <laughs> anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but but on, there was really nowhere knew to go with the character on earth really was there like we've we'd seen a lot of different iterations and interpretations i mean he was a fucking soul worm the last time we saw him that's true and we also we also knew that there was there were politics involved uh deluca was running new line at the time and we knew that or i mean i had been told that deluca wasn't interested in 
you know, a an ancient magical book bringing Jason back or lightning bringing him back or some, you know, some incantations or anything like that. So we just kept it straight. Somebody, a couple starts fucking and Jason wakes up because he hates that. And um, <laughs> that happens. Yeah. And when we pitched to Luca, he loved that. He loved that part specifically. So, so there were moments of wind. The, <laughs> there were this, you said it in the far flung future of 2008 to start with. Like, whew, like that was good times. 2008, yeah, no, right? 2008 was very dark. I was like, oh. We don't have lighting in 2008. It's like the lighting budget yeah, we never, is question, yeah, we budget for lighting. That's crazy. Yeah. No, don't no lighting budget, in, especially in like a maximum security facility. No lighting. Just keep yeah. it nice and dark. That's how we yeah. like it. That's how we enjoy it. But I thought that first that first section was very. Um, it felt. Well, it was what TV show was it? I was watching it the other night. It felt very of like it felt very 90s TV. Like you know, <laughs> like the dark, the dark staircase. You can tell we're just using the same one over and over again. Just, just shift the light slightly so it looks like we're <laughs> on a different level. It's like work that budget. It's I enjoyed it, but Jason had been in various stages of decomposition. So, does your Jason pick up after Jason goes to hell, or does it pick up after? Where is your where whereabouts in this is is Jason? I, I would. My assumption was always there were about seven or eight other movies between between, <laughs> between the two, and so okay. this is where he this is where he was at the beginning of hours, and so there was no somebody else. Maybe Freddy versus Jason would deal with his busting out of hell if he even did bust out of hell, right. and so um, our idea was that it takes place a number of years later. He develops his eyes again. Yeah, he's, he's like David... Michael Myers. He grows eyes out like no one's business. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think this is the film that like uh, like actually discussed that he does regenerate. Like you know, he does. Uh, it was always talked about vaguely in other like uh, previous entries, but this one actually, when the the scientists and all that were talking, were saying that he does regenerate, and you know that's why he was this anomaly that they wanted to study. I believe the term was Uber Jason, wasn't it? Yes. And, <laughs> yeah, Uber uh, Jason came later in the Uber film. Jason. He was just that's, she was that's the horror version of Wolverine. <laughs> What's that? He was the horror version of Wolverine. Yes, he was. Oh, he was, uh, <laughs> he could that. regenerate, and that's why Cronenberg wanted to study him. And if yes. you have Cronenberg studying, then you know you're doing something right. Yeah, right. Hello. It's, who doesn't love a bit of body horror? So Wake was it true that Cronenberg uh, wanted to be in the movie just to die? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Jimmy, the director, had worked with Cronenberg for years. And so when Jimmy reached out to him to say, hey, can I use the, the your special effects guys? Cronenberg sh- said, sure, but I want to be in the movie. Jimmy's like, of course. And then Fair. somebody, somebody, because I was in the hotel <laughs> doing rewrites and somebody reached out to me. I don't remember who it was and said, you know, Cronenberg's rewriting your lines. And I was like, like they, like they were worried I was going to be upset, and I was like, "That's awesome!" <laughs> like that whole line about I don't I don't want him frozen. I want him soft. That's not me. That's Cronenberg. I want him soft. Yeah. That surprisingly does sound like you, though, Todd. Hey, <laughs> he captured, your, no, he captured your voice well. <laughs> like, no, that that was that was definitely character. him. So this is where we also meet our um our final girl, Lexa Doig, who is. Yeah. Who has popped back up in another horror franchise? She, well, yeah. she popped up and popped out. 
in um, the Chucky TV series. Yeah. I was like, hey, girl, I know your head. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she, she doesn't look like she's aged that much in 20-something years either. Yeah, I don't I was think like, she's aged at all. Like, no, oh. she she looked amazing in Chucky. Yeah, I was like, like what great. is this? What is she doing? Like, oh, I'm. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind there is a disgusting-looking old painting in her attic. Yeah, yeah, it just takes all the time. Every day. Like, <laughs> she, she, she looks she, great. She looks She's, fantastic. She she looked very young in this movie too, though. For you yeah. know, for her character, she's like, "Yes, yeah. I am a doctor." We were all children. <laughs> well, everyone was. Tri- <laughs> yes, you were. You were. You were a baby boy by the looks of it. You were I very was. like fresh faced and I feeling was. lovely. So of course, you know when you try and fuck with Jason in any kind of way, like you put a jacket on his head or whatever, there has to become a slaughter. Was that slaughter accurate to your to your brain, that first one? Was it? it was very quick. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, very so. quick. There was, a crotch, there was a crotch grab, which isn't in the movie. I think it may be in the extras. I don't remember. <laughs> but that's what set it all up. He's, some girl, his girlfriend shows up and the guard goes up and she grabs Jason's crotch. And that's really... Well, I remember reading the script and that was in there. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I think, oh, God. I can't remember if that's, maybe that's not in the extras because <laughs> it's extras it was, in your but, mind. It's all right. Yeah, certainly in my mind. I can see it right now. But because uh, <laughs> the, 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 young, the young lady who, in my mind, it was just like, a, you know, a, just a grab. Ooh, but in the, uh, I think when they actually shot it, the girl was kind of climbing all over him. Oh, she like, went well, for you it. Know what? You deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. fair. Especially like he wouldn't smell good. Let's be honest. I would think not. After you know all that time underwater, no. you go to hell. You turn I don't know. He regenerates. Work. Maybe he has like a nice like lavender. He's just got, he's just got a fresh pine <laughs> scent. Fresh pine <laughs> scent, Jason. That's how we live. New car. I know we're talking about Jason, but I remember meeting Kane Hodder at a horror con, and he smelled very good. He does smell good. I mean, it's, it's possible that Cronenberg was using him for his pheromones to to use in assorted perfumes and colognes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Why he wouldn't would, you? He works for like Dior, the new range of Jason Dior perfume coming at you <laughs> this season. So yeah, as I said, Jason of course escapes because. Well, we wouldn't have a movie if he didn't. No. <laughs> That's a, that'd be a very interesting movie, just Jason chained up for an hour and a half. Internal <laughs> monologues. Internal monologues. I've, I've seen that. It's a porn. And we try to escape, but the cryogenic pod gets, you know, she gets stabbed, he stabs through, gets he gets like, the action hero freeze. I like mm. it. Yeah. And poor Lexa <laughs> That's I was waiting for somebody. Lexa, I, I got it. I got. It. I got this. I got this pose. Lex. Lexa <laughs> gets frozy. She gets. She gets froze. She turns into Elsa. Four hundred and fifty-five years is a long time to be asleep, though. I mean, little bit. All I'm saying. That's a long. I could time. use a nap that long, honestly. Amen. Yeah, right. that would be just amazing. <laughs> Amen. Was there ever um, a cryogenically frozen head of Walt Disney joke in there somewhere? Todd's thinking about it. Like, don't probably, let me down, Todd. Probably. Down. <laughs> I find it we hard have... to believe there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Walter Bond. Maybe he's the one that started the war that ended Earth. 
<laughs> That's most likely. Hit waltz back and hit the Nazis are with him. That's a cute <laughs> moment for everyone. Wasn't it wasn't his head though, it was his frozen feet. That's <laughs> who knew? The, the feet of Walt Disney have come to life. So we get oh. anyway, this is where we go into aliens territory, because you know, when you go yeah. into a dying planet, the first thing you look for is cryogenically frozen things, right? Yes, Especially giant course. giant men. Well, Luke would, but that's all right. I was saying, I feel like Ellen Ripley would not, I feel like this would not pass her by test. Yeah. Luke, did you read the original script back in the day? I did. It, there was a leak, and look, because we were on the forum, on the Friday the 17th forum. It, so it wasn't a leak. It was, I gave it to Blake. Oh, well, there you go. Blake leaked it. Um, every, like, a lot of us had read it because it yeah. was, it was con, kind of common knowledge that we were. But that, was, but that was the time of the mm. year. Like, in that early 2000s, everyone was, like, trawling the internet for any kind of anything yeah. when movies were coming out. I was, like, it was... I was going to say a good time. It was an exciting time. Like, I remember when... Because, you know, Scream was crazy Anytime anyone farted the word Ghostface. It was like, oh, I've got to find out what's going on before everyone <laughs> yeah. else does. Oh! But I remember reading... Like, even... Well, here we go. Let's go back in time. Upcominghorrormovies.com going on their like on their message boards reading about like Jason X, reading about all these different things. Going, I'm gonna know before everyone else knows it's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't think that happens anymore because the studios ruin things for you before it even yeah, starts. They're like, uh, let's show a teaser trailer and another teaser trailer and a making of the teaser trailer and the meanings of the things behind the teaser trailer. Then the real trailer, then a second trailer, and then when the movie comes out, we'll do another trailer. You've seen everything. <laughs> like, what? what? Why? I try to avoid that. I did that with I did that with the last Scream. I watched. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I was I was on Twitter and I got on, like there was this Twitter fan site that was just leaking stuff. I'm like, no, I will not find out. And I was a very mature adult and didn't do it. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch anything. I don't watch any trailer. If I know I'm going to see the movie, I don't watch the trailer. Yeah. I'll watch the trailer if I'm on the fence. Yeah, but like for Scream, I didn't want. I didn't know anything about Scream when I went in. Like I had Ooh. the screenplay. I was sitting <laughs> yeah. the screenplay. It's sitting, it's sitting on the computer. I never read it because I didn't want to. Uh, see, that would be too much temptation if it was sent oh, to no, me. No, like... One of my uh, favorite podcasts. Just uh, did uh, two of the movies I've been waiting to watch, and I'm like, should I listen to it? No, yeah. no, I avoid not. podcasts too. I'm like, cut here. They just, la, la, like, la. <laughs> they just did Fresh and um, X, and I was going to watch them this weekend. I want to watch X. Uh, too Scary like didn't it. watch, just did them. And I was just like, oh, I was working and I just needed something to listen to. I'm like, should I do it? Should I do it? Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to watch them this weekend. I'm not going to do it. And just because X just got such good reviews, and I'm just dying to watch it. Mm. Just dying to watch it. We shall see. Maybe we'll review it. Maybe so anyway, not. this is where we meet this massive cast amongst the, on this rocket ship to Joy. This is a big... This You were just like, I don't need this person to die this way. We, we, all right, what came first, the kills or the characters? Let's put it um, <laughs> I mean, you know, Jimmy's idea was always for a school bus. So <laughs> there was always going to be a bunch of kids and a teacher. And then we decided that since the school bus was in space, it was going to need uh, people to protect it. So we put in the grunts, which is basically aliens. And yeah, um, and so uh, I think kills came later. 
I mean, you, uh, we had some idea. Like kills came, kills always come in different places. Like the he screwed part that came out of a drawing from. Um, <laughs> he screwed. It's one of the <laughs> one of the. Somebody drew a picture of that big crane with the screw on the end of it, and we we're like, oh well, <laughs> someone's going to die on that. That well, was the, the first best. kill in this film, though. It's um, probably the most. I was, which is where I'm leading. It's probably yeah. the most iconic. Yeah. And first can I just say, she is a very beautiful girl too. Whoever played Adrian, and then to have that happen to her, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but it was. Well, this is what. This is what I want to talk about. It, there was a lot of fluids in this movie. <laughs> Things were very wet and very leaky, and very, especially before before he wake before he wakes up, it was oozy. I have like, to know why oh. that is. Well, I, I want to know who who very was coming boring. up with these costumes. Number one, who? Okay, let's back yeah. up and go to the wetness. Like, we want to talk about the wait. We want to talk about. Let's we'll talk, talk about the wetness. Jim Isaac was David Cronenberg's special effects guy for freaking years. Of course, yeah. there's going to be wetness in this movie. But I'm just I'm like it was. It was oozy. It wasn't even wetness. It was oozy. Yeah. I was well, like, that's oh, a Cronenberg thing. It's I oozy. get it. Like, did you see the fly? Come on. I'm not new here. I'm not new here. I'm just saying for a for a, a Jason like Friday the Thirteenth movie set in space. I don't expect oozy fluids. I was like, okay. It was oh. very sloppy. Well, that's what you got. You got a very moist movie. Okay, my, my favorite. Go. All right, my favorite part was this is kind. Of, this is kind of where I got that it was gonna. We were gonna go. Okay, we're going a bit meta. We're going a bit comedy. Old mate just sits up like no one's business and goes, "What the fuck? Where am I?" And it's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> I see you." Kane did. Kane did that moment. I was like, "Okay, that's cool." And then he just disappears. How is someone a that big and b that squishy that quiet? I mean, you you have seen a horror movie before. Yes, yes I have. But okay, good. I in, mean... space, in space, no one can hear you squish, apparently. That should have been no, the background. Maybe the spaceships you're used to are all dry and humidified, but ours are very moist. Very moist spaceships. Like the aliens crew. They just couldn't afford lights either. Just, you know, the lighting in space. The lighting in 2045 is not cool. But, yeah, we're going to talk about so. The head smash. She looks Beautiful. like she's had some issues. This is the best kill. This is like part. iconic. So <laughs> it, it is so good. In, in, a movie, in a movie series that is, you know, made up of some of the most inventive kills in the world, this one kind of gets up the top. Does that give you a little happy jolly time? No, because I had nothing to do with any of it. Oh, uh, no! Oh, oh, just go, it was me! It was I all me! I know. I'm in a hotel room, and Noel Cunningham, who's Sean Cunningham, Sean directed the first movie. Uh, Noel calls me up and says, "I got an idea for a kill," and it wasn't the way this is designed, but it was basically cryogenically freeze somebody and break them apart. And so I've always said, "I'll take a good idea where I, where I can find it," because I I feel like I can recognize when a good idea comes along. And, uh, and I felt like that was a really good idea. So we wrote it that way. Never thought that it would amount to anything. It's the special effects that pulled this off. You bring in any other special effects team, that gag doesn't work. Not like that. They pulled that off. And, and if you look at the guys and you look at what they've done, they did all the Cronenberg stuff. They did, uh, they did uh, RoboCop. I mean, there's there's a there's a ton of talent coming into this from a special effects side. So yes, it was Noel's idea. I put it so that it worked on the page, and then, but it was the it was the effects team. 
if they hadn't pulled it off like that, we wouldn't be talking about it today. It would not be on anybody's top 10 list. And, you know, it was, it was so good that Mythbusters actually. Uh, yes. They busted it. Yes. They, uh, I mean, they disproved it. They, they, it is so popular that Mythbusters actually went out of their way to disprove this myth. Um, so, with a cast this big, I think yes. that obviously you're gonna, there's gonna be some characters that you love, some characters that you hate, and some characters that get lost in the translation because, you know, we just need a body count. Mm-hmm. I could not stand Kinza, so great writing if she was meant to be the most annoying person on the ship. I would have just blasted her out of the airlock straight away. But her death was great. That made me very, very happy in my heart that she's like, <laughs> and it exploded. I'm like, yes, bye, girl. You get to die. <laughs> but I think the entire fan base has to, and I think nerds everywhere, thank you very much for KM. I love KM 100%. with all my heart. All my little KM. heart and soul. I was little a little freaked back. out when her um, nipples fell off, though. That, nah, I was not. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't know that those are my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Can you I show us now, Todd? Those. I knew I recognized them. I appreciated um, them. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, no, KM was actually so the the Friday the Thirteenth game that was sort of halted because of the lawsuit that happened. Slash um, <laughs> Yeah. So KM and the Jason X, the Grendel, everything was actually put into the game. They actually had finished everything, and so mm-hmm. there's some mods and stuff now on the PC version where KM's actually put into the game, and they had done like an amazing job with her face scan and everything. Fun fact: so we, we'll Steve, never get to see it. Steve Lee and did, Katie did she actually come in and get cursed scanned? out? <laughs> she must have because it it looks exactly it does like look, her. It does look a lot like her. I'll put it. Up I never on saw. I saw some of the models of Uber Jason, but I never saw anything beyond that. What was what was the what was the reasoning behind KM? What did you go? I need a strong female character to go against Jason. Or you like let's fuck things around. I mean, I, I don't know if it's in the draft you read. It originally uh, KM was three PO. It was a dude, and uh, at some point, I don't know where the idea came from, but we made her female, and then the idea that she, you know, she wants to be a real girl. She's in love with Sonaran. And uh, the moment he realizes that is the moment when she's like, you know, if if you if you fuck me, I'll go super bot and, and save your lives. <laughs> Those words are never used, but that's the that's the general idea. Implication, you know. It's a, I kind of love that. <laughs> but de- like lines, delivery, every I think that again, if if there were to be further sequels from this movie, you would have to have her back. She was like, yeah. she's the gold star player out of this cast. <laughs> like, it's like, you deserve, you deserve the gold medal. She went full, like Linda Hamilton meets Terminator. Yeah. I mean, she, the one liners, like, <laughs> the one liners, the whole, I'll be back on my feet soon when I get some. I'm like, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're going to do uh, the 10th Jason movie, you might as well just go for it. Exactly. And, <laughs> and she did. You did. Get, did you get much? Because that's obviously the way it was written with, like, it was this a lot of tongue in cheek moments and, you know, meta humor in there. Did 
anyone raise an eyebrow at that when you were coming at it as you know the tenth installment of Jason, or was it? Well, just, I mean, you know, no truth cared. be told, <laughs> I, I resist. I resisted the tongue in cheek at first because that's not. I wanted to do Alien or Aliens. I wanted it to be dark and, you know, yeah, somewhat realistic. And then Scream came out and changed everything. And so at that point, I knew I was going to lose. The studio wanted it to be tongue in cheek. Sean wanted it to be tongue in cheek. So I wrote, you know, the line, he's screwed is my line. So, I mean, I certainly jumped on board. So no one had a problem with those lines because, you know, that's because Scream. Scream had made that become a thing. And so all movies were doing that. And so we didn't have a choice. So it would have been a very different, had Scream never existed, it would be a very different film, is what we're saying. I think so, but I don't know if it would have had the, The I mean, I don't know. It probably would have been, it probably would have been just as hated, but um, who knows? I, I don't know. See, I I don't get the, my, I took my best friend to see this. I went, when it was in the cinema, so I'm a good boy, back in 2001, I took my best friend to see this movie and she will never let me forget it. She, I, you made me sit through. I was like, hey, it was meta before meta was cool. And she's like, yeah, she, she would never let me forget it. I love it. Makes me, makes me happy. Some of the shit she's made me sit through. I'm like, if these walls could talk too. Like, oh, well, how, many, how, how many sad lesbians can you have? I mean, it's this like, is fucking on. better than that. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, come on. I would rather watch this again 5,000 times, and, you know, but whatever. Whatever. We, uh, I, I've, I've grown, I've grown to love it. I, I didn't, I didn't, I was worried back in the day. It's my first movie. I thought I'd never work again. Yeah. And then, you know, reviews come out and people are hating it. Nobody's going to see it. And I'm like, all right, well, that was a, that was a fun was run. Fun. <laughs> I'm going to pull my construction stuff back out and go back to work. <laughs> so, um, but and you're obviously uh, with most with your projects, you're in it as well. So you're like, oh, okay. Was it was like, well, my career is really over because I've not only wrote the movie, but I was in the movie. It's like, well, I mean, I never, I never planned on being an actor. That was just a fluke. Um, I was going to say, how did that come about, though, Todd? Like, because they they included you as a character. Was I mean, we we were weeks from shooting, and either Jimmy or Sean asked, "Do you want to be in it?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Yeah, I'll be and I'll play one of the I'll play one of the grunts and I was like I'll do the VR one because I really like the VR scene. I do and, too. Uh, I think it's I think there should have been more of it. Yeah, I I enjoyed the VR scene, but the VR scene was always a setup to Crystal Lake and Crystal Lake was always a setup to to Pamela Voorhees. That was always the plan was to was to have when uh Sonaran's doing all the programming he's trying to figure out ways of distracting Jason the thing he finally comes up with because nothing is working. And the thing he finally comes up with is his mom and mom shows up. And then Jason walks out into the water and and drowns her. And Sean and Jimmy and everybody was like, no, you cannot do that. And I go, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." he's, he's physically changed. This is how he emotionally changes it. They were like, you cannot, Jason will never harm his mother. And I go, Oh yeah, he's going to drown her. (laughs) And they were amazing. That would they be, fought me tooth and nail over that. And so finally, um, I mean, I couldn't win that. I wasn't writing a check. And so Jimmy said, well, what about this? What if he pulls her out of the water and she's wire 
beneath, like she's not fully rendered. And that's what yeah. breaks the spell. And I was like, all right, fine. So I wrote it that way. And then they couldn't make a financial agreement with Betsy. And so she wasn't in the movie, which was always a regret because that's the whole reason the VR scene was created in the first place that was to bring cool. her back. Would it be? It would have been really cool. That, that would have been awesome. Yeah. I still like the VR scene. I like that original VR scene with the monster and Jason because you never get to see that. <laughs> and uh, and my cum shot, which when the stuff is dripping in, <laughs> again, <laughs> lots of fluids. Can we say cum shot on this? Podcast? We can say yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's fine. I, I, I enjoyed the VR stuff and it was fun. Oh, to shoot. That was day one, by the way, me creeping around with a gun. That was the very first shot in the movie. And so if I remember I Dean, you, though, I'd have written myself that? a better, I'd have written myself a better death. I didn't. Uh, like I, I, I already, I hated I already lectured him. I hated, hated him it. On it. Like, what, oh, I am just going to let him smack my head into a couple of times. She's right. Like, why? Uh, we, we had this. We had a pre we had a powwow before uh, the show about how you've got Kane just, Hodder and you're letting. Yeah. Right, let, the just, man, let the man defend himself. Let the process. man defend himself. What was your I, have, I, have, I have no, I have no defense. I don't remember <laughs> if there was something, and this was because of time. I don't remember why it was that. I do know that um, my stuntman, who Kane, wouldn't let me do that part. And because uh, there's a hole cut in the wall and the stuntman is uh, is Kane's because I did do a couple of those shots, the close ups. And Kane puts his hand right there and he's like, I'm not going to push. He said, I need you to hit the wall as hard as you can because it look good. But I'm not doing the pushing because Kane was a if anything, Kane was a stuntman first before anything yeah, else. So it does. And, uh, but the stuntman who came in for the for the long shot. He missed the hole and just his nose exploded. Oh shit! And so oh. people are like, "That's not a very good stunt." And I go, "Well, it's the only massive injury on the set." <laughs> that guy's nose, and that guy you can see because they were they were filming X Men at the same time. So there's a scene at the beginning of X Men when Wolverine goes in and he fights this big bald dude. That big bald dude is the guy who got his nose shattered a month and a half later oh when he came out. And I mean, we were we were standing at the edge of the seat at the edge of the stage, and when he hit, you could hear the two by four breaking. I mean, it was just oh, it was just yeah. this loud crunch. And noses was, noses make a very specific noise too. Yes, they do. And everywhere. And you know, for you know, guys, Kate Hodder's a big boy. Like he's yeah. a big boy. <laughs> Probably the worst grunts in in, in, in um, movie history. Oh. Like oh. I'm gonna wander around with. We didn't obviously have an ammunition budget on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really, you know, got rid of got rid of them quite quickly. They went through those those grunts. Quite they quickly. being Jason. They they being the, the communal Jason and you know the yes. filmmakers got got yes. rid of them quite quickly. It's just like all right, it, we gotta go. They if you go. look, if you look at aliens and you look at this movie, that th the structure is the same. So yep. this is the part where they show up on the site and they go, they see where all the little beacons are and aliens. <laughs> so they send the the grunts over there, and then suddenly there's aliens coming out of the walls and killing everybody. And Ripley screaming, "You got to get them out of there! You got to get get them out of there!" At the same time, you've got you've got Rowan screaming, "You got to get them out of there! You got to get them out of there!" It's the same thing. I, I great, simply though. I simply ripped off Cameron. And I have no this, no shame. This is where I this is where I started to really re-engage. Like the other night, I was like, okay, this is like this is what I didn't really remember the first part of the movie. 
we got to the face shot. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. And then when everyone starts, like, once the grunts were all dead, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I remember this movie now. And this is where I felt it had some kind of some kind of tension and stakes again. I was like, oh, they're in space. They're gonna die. Like, you can't you can't fuck with Jason in space. Where can you run? Like, is that the whole point of putting him in space? Like, no. you can't run. There's nowhere, to, you can't. there's nowhere to run. And at some point, he's going to stick a fist through the wall, and that's going to decompress everything, and everybody's going to die. Yeah, it literally suck, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> after Poor KM... After oh, KM, I love yeah, every, I loved it. I did. I did love the um, Star Trek original series moments where I was like, "Oh, I've got to go." Oh, <laughs> that was cute. That was, I, I enjoyed that. The poor people of the poor people of Solaris had, were just they got fucked, didn't they? That they looked did. like a big. That looked like a big space colony, and they're gone. Bless their hearts. Bless they're their on. hearts. Yeah. We, we remember them. Well, May they R.I.P. I mean, May they are. Yeah. I mean, come I on. Mean, there, I remember there. There was about ten minutes of concern because of nine eleven. Oh, <laughs> true. Oh. I didn't even think of that. There, there was. I mean, and and the, the decision was made. Just don't say anything. And so no one did. Yeah. But uh, well, no one thought. I didn't even think about it too. You just mentioned it. So there we go. Yeah. The feeling was correct. The feeling was correct. Yes. So um, yeah. Once once that happens, they're truly in the fuck it bucket. They're like, oh my yeah. god, what will we do? But we get KM, of course, ultimate weapon that she is, like blowing every part of Jason away, turning him into a meaty, a meaty milkshake of Jason goodness. Like, yes. <laughs> like obviously, obviously, like that would be everyone would assume <laughs> this is the end point. You know, you blow the guy up, you blow up, you know, what a third of his skull or two thirds mm-hmm. of his skull. That's over oh. until we meet this gentleman. Uber Jason. Bless his heart. Bless <laughs> his heart. Now, talk to us a little bit about Uber Jason. Obviously, there was an idea to change the original Jason into something different, something new, into a new interpretation. Is this Robocop Terminator Jason everything you thought it was going to be? Or was it going to be different? Or... It's not it's not what I originally envisioned, but it is designed by the guy who designed Robocop. So, of course, it's going to have those similarities. But uh, there was a there was a movie with uh, Stallone, uh, Judge Dredd, where he gets cast out of the city and he's out in the middle of nowhere. And I forget the guy's name, but there's this creature he runs into that's part human and part mechanic. And it's it looks painful, like his jaw is metal. And yeah. He's got plates in his head and there's stuff everywhere. And it just looks gross. That's kind of what I thought it would be because the machine is malfunctioning. So it's creating, you know, it's bringing Jason back. And the whole thing is structured and designed so that when that happens, you think it's the end of the movie. And yep. then some dickhead puts it on a poster and in the, and in the, in the trailer. So <laughs> it ruins like, everything. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's one way of doing it. But, uh I wouldn't have put the penis on the uh, poster of the crying game, but that's just me. I like to save a couple of surprises. I like to put Dick, Dick as a surprise, but some people yeah. like to put it on the poster. Dick's, a, Dick's always a surprise, isn't it? I would like to think so. I would like to surprise Dick. I mean, yeah, well, look, you're talking to the right panel, let's be honest. <laughs> 
We're talking cup <laughs> shots earlier, so why not? I mean, you know, it is a point of life. Cum shots, especially with all the fluids in this movie. That's okay. Mm, there's a lot of we have various escape attempts. La 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 la. As we were talking about, we go back into the VR. <laughs> I I I waited for this part. I was like, we're after the shattering. I went. Oh, I remember what happens in this movie. This what happens in this movie. Smoke marijuana <laughs> and have premarital sex with us. We love we premarital, love premarital sex. sex. That's amazing. I think that is some of the best. Some of the best comedy I've seen. And the and after going back to it when he's beating. With the other sleeping bag and then the tree, it's like they fucked him right up. They hit him right in his in his soft spot with that. That was brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. One of the things I love the most, you can always tell if somebody's a true Friday fan when they mention that scene. And I'm like, well, you know where that came from, don't you? And some are like, no, where? And I'm like, seriously. So it always it always bothers me. I, I ripped off another Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, movie. it tickled me so much that, it, that like it was like seven, but on speed. Like it like it was it was the nerd version of seven because like you can imagine all the all the you know all the nerd boys at home back when we thought this is what VR was going to be. They could go they could go into Crystal Lake and see free titties. And they're like, oh. Oh, this is what's going to happen, and Jason's like, "No, no, I don't, not on my watch." <laughs> so this is no where we premarital got... sex for you. Yeah, this is where we would have got Pamela, right? As you were saying. Yeah. In oh. fact, that scene that scene replaced Pamela. I don't. Oh. It would have been I mean... such a different scene. Like, I love how silly this is. I I love the mood of this, but it would have been. So it would have tied, with it, Pamela. Yeah, it would have tied it, it back been, into the into the franchise. It would have been beautiful. Even more so, like it would have been cool if and I know that we probably would have been throwing this kind of running around, but you could have got a couple of different final girls to pop up. Like, do you know what I mean? Just to really yeah. piss Jason off. That would have been cool. Like I'm I'm really so bummed cool. out about the Pamela thing now. I'm like, oh, fuck, that would have been really cool. That, <laughs> that would have been the been best cool. moment in the movie. But instead we get um, you know, the the tent of life. It's like a very nice little. I love that the spaceships kind of look like Jason as well. So when, like, when their little legs go down, they've got the little eye. It's like, oh, it's like little sperm Jasons. It's cute, <laughs> little space sperm Jasons. I enjoy it. I mean, at this point in the movie, we had completely run out of money. Yeah, it was all. It it's was a all moment. Glue so and kind of duct tape. Go, fuck it, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Got nothing yeah, to was... lose. There was no money. <laughs> Look, we have two and a, uh, two and a, oh, how, how would you measure that? Two and an eighth survivors boarding the escape ship. <laughs> you know, the characters that you want to see too. Like for yeah. once they're like, they're the, they are the characters that I would have liked to have seen survive. So good work. I liked seeing them, you know, Jedi. <laughs> I did love, I did love he's coming towards us. Yeah, <laughs> just, just Jason <laughs> and then the intercept. It was gold. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this movie's going to end with a bit of a laugh. I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then the reentry, the, the re, like him riding him into reentry. It's like, okay, interesting moment. So, <laughs> was was the lake that they crashed into on Earth two, Earth two's Crystal Lake? I think it's Crystal. Yeah, that, you think it's, it's Crystal, crystal lake? lake? Yeah, yeah. Of of course. So 
that's that's where we end this movie. Mm. But when when you were writing this treatment, of course, you would have to probably think it's Friday the thirteenth. What if they come for me with a sequel idea? Did you have a sequel idea? I know that there's comic books out there that have you know taken this and ran with it and done Jason like the franchise Jason versus this Jason and they amalgamate and become like Uber Uber Jason. But did you have any particular ideas on a sequel or? Oh no, I absolutely did. I mean, um, I did because Kevin, you know, the the news that Kevin had uh, Scream Two and Scream Three planned out, which was not true. He didn't. But uh, but brilliant marketing to say to say so, right? Um, so I started while we were in production. I came up with two more movies, and uh, one was uh, there'd be the one where basically the um, our cast wakes up on Earth Two, and you know they're they're rescued and they're down there, and uh, Jason is brought back because there's better technology there, and you've seen that we can rebuild and put arms back together and all that kind of stuff. So we have that technology. So Jason is brought back. And he, he completely creates havoc all over the all over the place. And there's a bunch of technology that we introduce early on, sort of like we did with the with the VR stuff. And one of the one of the bits of technology that w- that we introduce is uh, is uh, teleportation and and so forth and all. So anyway, long story short, at the end of the movie, they send him into a wormhole. And uh, so the third movie is uh, I think the end of that movie would be you know 1980 Crystal Lake. And, you know, you sort of see the opening of the original Friday the 13th. Oh, and then, I like and then, it. And then Jason, Uber Jason steps through. And so it's, um, so the final movie is, you know, back at Crystal Lake and it's Uber Jason versus original, you know, second. Yeah. Jason. And then you would have, um, yeah. So we bring Break Derek out. in. Bring, bring, Derek. Steel. bring Derek. Bring Derek to fight, uh, to fight uh, Kane. That's amazing. It. That would Make be so good. The things that would see, you know, the things that get lost in translation amongst the, you know, amongst these. Did you ever have a pitch for uh, for Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah, I mean, I wrote a draft of it back in the day. Um, what was yours? We, uh, Tell me. <laughs> it was mostly it was mostly big event. I don't remember any of the any of the gags off the top of my head. There was. Um, uh, but it was uh, it was something that we sent to New Line, and they sent it back to us after about a week, saying that we appreciate it, but it's just not for us. Uh, but they'd never opened it; like it, they <laughs> sent it back in the in oh. the same envelope that we had oh, mailed it in, and it had not been it had not been read, it had not been opened. Those I was like, oh, okay. And now we don't feel bad about what happened to New Line Cinema. Boom. <laughs> no, no, you got what you deserved. <laughs> oh dear, that's oh, a dangerous game. Good times. There. Mm. <laughs> it's a dangerous game. But- so, Todd, my darling. Yes, Katie. What do you got up? What's uh, what's going oh. on? What's oh, what's an interesting question? Well, besides that, on. besides how many quarters and what's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. What is up right now? Yeah. I, um, what should, what, should what, can, what can you tell us? Well, I am uh, currently writing a horror remake. Uh, I know nobody likes those. But if you take a look at Friday the 13th that I did, nobody went to see that. And if you look at my bloody valentine remake that i did everybody went to see that and then if you look right. at the original drive angry i did nobody went to see that so <laughs> i'm doing a remake 
<laughs> I don't know anybody's going to go see it, but well, listen, uh, speaking, there's a well, chance. Todd, you know, you got naked in my bloody Valentine. I think that's the factor there. I did. I did. I so did. I think you're going to have to get naked in this one, too. Okay. okay. Yes. That was, that was a hard well, I get so. naked. I don't have a problem getting naked. I'm not going to yes. look. I'm not going to ask. Open at night. I'm not asking for specifics, but is it, it is is it a well known Fred Luck movie, or is it something that is a bit more niche? Uh, all four of you have seen it. All four of us Ooh. have seen it. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? Because sure. I'm fucking leprechaun, isn't it? Yeah, you're well, not probably going to get caught. I was like, is it leprechaun? I would not even watch Leprechaun if Todd was getting naked in it. Sorry. Why not? I, say I would. Oh, uh, Todd, I will watch anything if you're going to get naked in it. Uh, I'm she wants to see your shillelagh. I'm naked from the waist down right interview. now. I was going to say, next interview, Todd's got to do naked. Like, let's just go there. We're going to bridge. No, but next, next, uh, next interview, we're going to do a Red Shoe Diaries version of Todd. <laughs> like, soft focus. We can wear, like we can wear one of the billowy, like, see-through. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I like that. Listen, the red shoe diaries. Good times. Don't like dolls. Don't like puppets. Don't like clowns. But if you're naked in it, I will go see it. Well, there you go. That's it. So the big scoop is remake coming from Todd Farmer sometime. um, We're going to remake. I did a before that. I did one that was based on true story, um, which I had. uh, There's a director was just attached, and so. Whatever's gonna happen. There's good then, stuff uh, coming. <laughs> there's other good stuff. So yeah, there's. We'll see. No, we'll they see. won't let. It, the, the old days were where you could talk about this stuff. That's long yeah. gone. You can't talk about anything anymore. Those NDAs are tight, mm. baby. I was about to say the <laughs> old NDA. NDAs are tight. <laughs> well, thank you so yeah. much for joining us today, Todd, to discuss your baby. Your baby. It has been become, my pleasure. That has become. I'm glad a we solved success. it. He's become a, a cult success, though. Like after the after all the years of people going, oh my god, I fucking hate this movie. I love this like, movie. It, seem, it yeah. seems like it's it's becoming one of those movies of people like fucking Jason X. Yeah, there. Like it's one I of agree. those cult ones now. So was, did you ever would, think you'd have a cult? I was on the movie? Jason X train before it was cool, and I will stay yeah. on the Jason X train while. There it's actually cool. ha- there have been there have been a lot of people reach out who really like the movie. There have been a lot of celebrities who've reached out who really like the movie, and that did not happen. 20 years ago. <laughs> no, it did not. That was, <laughs> no, not, did not. that was not a thing. And so... And look, um, I think at the time, too, people were like, oh, it's Jump the Shark and, and rah, rah, rah. But now it's like people appreciate it for what it is. It's a lot of fun. It, yeah. It's no, a fun movie. It wasn't the original and it wasn't Scream, so I don't is, like it. <laughs> people take... Some people take horror way too seriously. They want it to be this just a terrifying experience and some of it is some of it is genuinely terrifying yeah. and very scary and yeah but some of it you really just got to take it for what it is and have a good laugh and have a few jump scares and enjoy it and if you go yeah. into it knowing that you're going to have a good time you're going to have a much better viewing experience and yeah. the true horror fans get that i mean Your i only did it that. so i could so i could get my head he only got it so he could give himself head with his head like come on good times you know I'm going to make out with that don't you Todd Uh, if ever ever I get in that shed 
Uh-huh. You're gonna come uh-huh. and find me. <laughs> Is that how you scream? Is that how you scream, though, Tom? <laughs> I don't know why they tell you to do that. It's like it, nobody screams that way. Ooh! But, but it seems that every movie I've ever done, they've all said do that, and I'm like, why? That's just like it's inviting. like real life. Less teeth, the better, right? That's like inviting a weenie. That's not the kind of thing. That, that's right. You don't it. want to grate. You don't want to grate the carrot. You don't want to grate the carrot. No. But it, uh, but it really is. It's in great shape for two years old. He's got a nice yeah. tan too. He was very tan. He does. He yeah. has a good tan. He doesn't okay. look that yellow. He looks yellow on the screen. I don't know why. But he no, he looks tan yellow. to us. I'm, he looks tan. You, you oh, need to take that. that to the salon and go. I want this color. <laughs> it's very tan. I want this all over. Like it's even got my little dent back there. I, I got oh. that right here. <laughs> It's very, it's very beautiful master, master but yes as uh, yeah thank you for joining us it's been amazing we always have fun always with a you, pleasure so thank you for joining us um go out and watch jason x kids have yourself a good time and uh we will see you sometime in the future talking about something so who knows you never know what we're going to talk about um but until then make sure you keep it creepy bye y'all bye, bye. Jason in space, man. I mean, space. It's really overwhelming. Oh. Anyways, what do you think about that, Todd? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.